episode number four with Pablos. Welcome to In It to Win It. I am your host, Steve Barton, and I'm back again with Daniel G. Daniel, how we doing? Hey, hey, doing good, Steve. Thanks for having me on. I'm like your, uh, I'm like your sidekick or something here. Yeah. Yeah, we're developing times. a, uh, a yeah. Batman and Robin. I'm like your Chelsea Handler Mexican midget out here. Yes, yes. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, excited to be on. Uh, cool to have uh, Pablo on the show. I thought it'd be pretty interesting, his take on real estate things. Yeah, it's just a pretty cool story. So yeah, it's going to be cool. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, um, he was a listener from way back in the day, years ago, and he contacted me on Twitter, and, uh, or maybe it was Facebook, one or the other. And um, we, um, I listened to his story, and he's from Greece. He came out here to America, kind of settled in Florida now, and uh, he only came out seven or eight years ago, and now he owns multiple properties, uh, all long-term rentals. Um, and with COVID, unfortunately, his family, wife, and kids are stuck in Greece. Uh, they went to visit and <laughs> haven't been able to come back, and, and he's kind of using the time. He's like, well, I've always liked poker. I've you know played profitably now for years, and... He said, uh, I just uh, thought, well, I'll start my own Twitch stream and just start playing full time. And <laughs> I, wonder if, I wonder if he planned it. <laughs> he took his, his wife and kids out there. He's like, well, maybe they can't come back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, he's really ahead of the game if he did that. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. but um, he lives out in Miami Beach. And um, I, I, just an interesting story. And I think, uh, I think it's yeah, gonna be no, no, interview. it's gonna be great. I think he's originally from, uh, well, originally, he kind of settled in um, Daytona, but we'll let him talk about that and why he left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, have you been to Greece? Uh, I have, I went once. Uh, oh. I was only there for um, maybe, uh, actually, I was probably there a week. I saw oh, Athens, wow. I saw the Parthenon. And um, I went out oh. to one of the islands. Uh, uh, what's it called? Like Mykonos. Uh, no, it was it's like where everybody goes, right? Eos. Eos is <laughs> Eos. what it was called. Oh, yeah. Okay, Eos. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know you were out there. Yeah, Did you it like fun. it? Oh, I loved it. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. So you'd go back? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I tried to go to Greece, but I only made it as far as Macedonia, and I tried driving. Oh, how did that go? Well, it was dead of winter, and I was in uh, Bulgaria, and. Decided to drive to Greece. Okay. <laughs> so I got up dead of winter. Like <laughs> I got up to the top, top of a mountain, which was happened to be the border crossing to Macedonia, where Alexander the Great's from. And uh, they're like, "What are you doing here?" And I'm like, "I'm here to see the country." <laughs> they're like, "We we we don't allow uh, rich uh, Mexican uh, midgets." I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Yeah, so there's like people like pulling donkeys and uh, bales of hay and uh, carrying like single tires, you know, down the road. It was like, it was seriously like back in time. So I don't know <laughs> if it's like the exact tourist destination, you know, Macedonia, but hey, it's like north of Greece. So I was trying to drive through it as far, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, to Macedonia. And like I said, I had some terrible food. And uh, yeah, that was really about it. <laughs> no, <laughs> that was <laughs> Yeah. Couple statues of uh, Alexander the Great, and uh, kind of took off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Well, we were going to record an op- episode, uh, I think like a week or two ago, and then uh, uh, my uh, uh, cohort on this show uh, came down with COVID. Uh, yeah, that would have been me. I got the, I got the vid. You got the vid, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, nobody really wanted to see me, hang out with me. Yeah, kind of been recovery, quarantine. Yeah, so, it was yeah, strange. It was- I, I would say probably, uh, I don't know, what, three times a week I, I'm able to make it over to your house and, and uh, you know, lick your toilet seat. And uh, I just didn't really yeah, feel no- like it these last couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah, nobody really wanted to come over and lick my toilet seat over the past couple of weeks, I have to admit. Pretty terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind it was- of a lonely, I had a lonely COVID existence for the past couple of weeks. I was in quarantine. <laughs> I was like, I, was like I, I would be like, listening and i was like are those rats outside like this rustling you know and i'm like no it's just my aunt and my cousins leaving me food and water in the driveway yeah <laughs> and texting me <laughs> yeah texting me yeah an hour later hey by the way we left you some water and chicken soup yeah I'm standing 12 <laughs> feet away with uh with three masks on <laughs> yeah like nobody wants to see you like like it's like it's a very lonely COVID existence it's like you just I burned out all the Netflix, Roku. <laughs> like, I don't even want, uh, I'm about to like, just like discontinue all my memberships because I've seen everything. <laughs> you know, it's bad when you're sitting on the couch and you know, you're watching a series and, uh, and then the message comes up and it says, are you still there? And you're like, wow, <laughs> that means I've been watching the same thing for four hours without having pushed a fucking button because it thinks I'm asleep or like out of the house. Yeah, it's pretty terrible, man. I'm not going to lie. You know, if you get the vid, I mean, it's like a really bad flu, but like, it just, what sucks about it, it's like, you just have zero life. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you know, taking the the dog for a walk is kind of a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it just zapped you of energy, right? Uh, Yeah, it's, so you get crazy body, just the body aches. And, you know, you basically, you feel like you're about like, 80 or 90 years old for about a week, you know, wow. just the aches yeah. and, you know, and you just can't do anything and you just have no appetite, but, uh, but yeah, no, no, everything's fine now. I mean, but yeah, it's, it's, I don't think I really want to go through that again though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going <laughs> yeah. to, I'm going to vote again one. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely affected our, we have, we have a cruise that uh, we've been supposed to go on now for almost a year. Uh, we've got a cruise, cruise that we've, well, we've you know, the taken, but thought. we paid for <laughs> Yeah, it's completely paid for. I mean, the initial thought was, hey, there's not going to be any old people on the cruise. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> we can eat all the bacon we want and hang out in, like mankinis all day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, it's just going to be a bunch of young people. This will be open in like uh, yeah. know, uh, June. The party situation. Yeah. It's a perfect I was, uh, I was, thing. And, I was uh, down with the cause. Yeah. <laughs> not so much. <laughs> Yeah, well, didn't it get twice on us so far? So. Yeah, <laughs> get what? It got canceled twice. Canceled twice, yeah. And yeah. I checked, and there's just nothing on the horizon. So I'm like, yeah. Yeah, oh. probably not the smartest thing to do right now. But at the time, you know, it sounded great. Oh, it sounded amazing, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I could just work out and eat bacon all day. This is awesome. <laughs> My tan? <laughs> yeah, get a tan and, you know ice cream all day buffet i'm down yeah go down to ensenada get a sombrero yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. wow um oh i um uh i bought some coke oh would that like come with hookers or what do you what do you mean oh like (laughs) sorry wrong show um 
Uh, you mean like stock? Stock, <laughs> yes. Coca-Cola. There we go. Yes. Oh, yeah. Get your mind out of the gutter. Yeah, totally. Yes. Yep. Coca-Cola. K-O. K-O. Yeah. K-O. Not with the C. I get it. Sorry. Wrong show. Wrong show. Yeah, yeah. That's the late night version. Sorry, kids. Yeah, that's a good buy. That's actually, it was actually down a bit. I actually had a pretty good drop on it. I saw that. I actually ended up picking a bit of that up myself. Yeah, I think it's a good buy. It, uh, you know, just a great dividend. Um, it, uh, and then what kind of solidified my thought too was like, after I bought it, maybe I'm just like trying to reinforce a good decision or something. I saw that uh, Warren Buffett's also got a big position in it with Berkshire Hathaway. So that well, that's because he used to be a Pepsi guy, and then he started drinking Coke. So. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, he was. Yeah, uh, he was originally like a Pepsi drinker, like hardcore. And there's some story behind it. I don't know the exact details from his book that I read, but um, yeah, then he switched over to Coke. Huh, <laughs> okay. He's like, yeah, I switched to Coke. I'll just buy like a billion shares. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but. Um... Um, yeah, I thought that was a good purchase. And I think this is just one of these ones that we'll probably just have and just keep. And um, yeah, it's you know. like a buy and holder. Yeah, steady, steady Eddie, steady so. Eddie, as we say. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anything else? I'm just trying to think of anything else. It was good. That was uh, to be bought. And um, let's see, what have we gotten? We killed it on AMC. I hesitate even bringing it up because anyone that's listening to this now, it's it's already too late. Yeah. Um, Double uh, the money. Double the money within like a week and a half. That was pretty cool. Yeah, um, I'll take credit. I'll take credit for that one. That that is all you, my friend. That was a good yeah. one. Yeah, well, that wasn't something you'd probably want your. You know, not something you, you know, want to tell people to buy though, because that was kind of risky. Yeah, it was very risky, and and it's um, it's the time has already passed, so it's a it's a moot point. It's pretty much just luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's just, it was just a really cheap. And I was like, well, how could it go down any lower? Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of the thought process. It wasn't like we technically traded it or anything. I was like, well, just, just throw it on the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. <laughs> it's stuck. It's stuck. Yeah. Blind uh, squirrel gets a nut every once in a while. <laughs> every now and then. Yeah. Um, oh, I did get uh, IBM uh, today. I Ooh, like, that I like one. IBM. I like that one a computing. lot. It's five percent yeah. dividend, uh, and it just mm-hmm. dropped about oh fifteen or twenty percent in like a day or two. And um, I think it's a good um, it's a good long term. A lot of people don't realize they're really into uh, cloud computing very very heavily. So it's a bit of AI stuff going on. So I think it's a really good. Um, I believe it's really good, just kind of long term kind of deal there. Yeah, I think so too. I think it, uh, um, I don't plan on selling it. I ended up getting 10 shares and 5% a year. I'll take it and never yeah. sell. Yeah. 0.5% of your bankroll. All good. Um, go. yeah. And then, uh, renewables and she gets the renewables as well. You get some, uh, oh, is that uh next BEP or is that old stuff? Oh, that's old stuff. I think it's too late to recommend those now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, kind of high. Yeah. We got those, what a month or month and a half ago and, that, yeah. uh, they're all up 10 15 percent or so i feel like that would be bad advice if we said to get them now yeah very true yeah but right on well let's uh let's bring on uh, pavlos awesome man excited okay we're gonna take a quick break and then uh pavlos casaluras pavlos what's up brother <laughs> Good, good, good. How about you? Good, man. 
Thank you for coming on the show. Yep. Pretty excited. Good, good. It, uh, now, you, uh, we met, uh, you, you sent me a message, um, and uh, you've been a longtime listener of the, uh, of the show back when we were the Heads of Poker podcast. And um, right away after talking with you on the phone, I realized I was like, we need to have this guy on the show. <laughs> he, uh, he seems to be kind of a wizard when it comes to uh, long-term rentals. And uh, lately you've been playing poker full-time, uh, you know, a gambler, which goes right in line with the, with the uh, theme of the show. And, and um, yeah, so we're excited to have you on. Yeah, we're a good mix. Poker, gambling, uh, uh, beautiful women. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. Good vices. These are all very good vices. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This and, is how and, real and, men live. And obviously, you know, financial freedom. I mean, that's the ultimate oh, goal. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Now, give, give us, a, uh, just tell us a couple minutes um, uh, of your story. You're originally from Greece, and you came out here in 2013, and, um, you know, just kind of go through your uh, story. Yeah, so, um, as you know, you know, Greece had the financial crisis back in 2011, you know, yeah. uh, when the, after the recession hit here, then it moved up to Europe, and, uh, you know, Greece was in a bad spot. They started cutting wages, uh, benefits, things like that. So we discussed with my wife um, and we said, uh, do you think it makes sense to go to the United States? And we said, eh, why not? So uh, we, we, both of us used to be in the Air Force in Greece. Okay. Oh, cool. And, uh, yeah. We had, we had uh, the, our, you know, our jobs and salaries and things like that. But uh, I don't know. I, I, I want to take a shot. I was, uh, I mean, 32 years old, I think, right? If I do the math correctly. And uh, it, was, it was now or never back then. Yeah. So that's when uh, we decided, um, you know, to, to come here. I, I had an open door because my mom is American. So I didn't have problems with paperwork and all that. Oh, wow. So, yeah. yeah, that's good. The no, legal that's fate. Yeah, that was legal. Good, some good chain migration right there. <laughs> yes, exactly, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The bad news is when when I submitted my resignation after a month, my my, uh, my my wife tells me, you know what, you need to get your resignation back. I said, why? Oh. I'm pregnant. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh wow, God. Okay, yeah. Not, no, hey, no pressure. No, pressure. yeah, no, pressure no pressure. <laughs> I said, no, no, it doesn't work like that. Uh, the train cannot turn back. It goes only straight ahead. <laughs> wow that's a yeah so when she came over public so she was um was she uh pregnant or did she give birth already just out of curiosity i mean uh i mean all our plans went down down yeah. the the drain uh, so we um i i came by myself uh, oh wow okay first to yeah. set up the whole situation and since we didn't have any you know uh, health insurance and all that uh, she had to stay back and um, I first I came January of 2013 by myself. Oh, so yeah, actually, right now it's uh, it's been eight years, eight years wow. January of 2013. <laughs> and, took, a leap, uh, took a leap of faith. I love it. Yeah, yeah. And um, then I went back for the birth, obviously, of my first daughter, and um, waited two three months, and 
I brought the, everybody here. Okay. Oh, cool. Okay, cool. Cool. And when you came here, you, you settled in uh, Florida, right? Yes. Yes. I went to Daytona beach area uh, okay. in Florida uh, where I had my, my uncle there. Uh, and, uh, you know, so I can have a little bit of guidance with uh, basic stuff because uh, it's a new country. I don't know nothing about it. So yeah, new economy, things work different. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And what did you, uh, what did you start doing? Initially, my, I mean, when, uh, when I was um, in Greece, uh, I, I started uh, studying real estate investing and um, I wanted to start accumulating uh, real estate. And I said, okay, what would be a good profession to do that complements that? So I said, I'm going to go get my real estate license. That makes and logical sense. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's what I did. I got my real estate license. I started, you know, prospecting and, you know, whatever a good salesman do, but the, the, the income was not as, as much as I thought it would be. Okay. Mm. I, I, I guess, uh, you know, people won't trust uh, that immigrant guy from Greece with the weird accent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So I said, okay, okay, plan B, what, what do I need to do? I, I, I said, uh, I, I, probably I need to go back to my construction background uh, because that's what I used to do in, in the Air Force for Greece. I was like, uh, like a construction manager. Okay. Oh, cool. So I said, okay, what I'm going to do with a degree uh, from the Air Force Academy? I said, okay, I, probably I need to do something here. So I enrolled at the online course of um, University of Florida get uh, some credits there for construction management and um, started looking for a job that, that happened uh, middle of 2014. So that's, I found a job as a project engineer and after three months I got fired. Oh, yes. Yes. I didn't go along with the superintendent there. He <laughs> <laughs> pissed in his Cheerios, huh? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Something like that. I mean, I, 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 I when I retired, okay, retired, res, uh, resigned, basically, um, I left that as a captain. Okay, you're a fireman, you, you know, uh, I mean, yeah. I, I was uh, you're uh, up there, uh, up there, exactly. And when you have a superintendent t telling you, here's the broom, go sweep. Uh, there were a little bit of class, class there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, anyways, I learned my lesson. I'm not going to say I was right or wrong. I learned my lesson. I'm going to leave it that way. So I did perform good at my next job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You had to start from the bottom. That had to be pretty humbling. Uh, not only that, um, when I, when, when I lost the job, um, uh, it, it was summertime, uh, and my wife, um, was in Greece, um, and I was by myself and I lose my job. I was ready to quit, go back to Greece. Uh, I mean, um, oh, wow. I had to do some, yeah, some serious thinking because things yeah. were not working. You know, I, yeah. I was not making enough money. Uh, I, I didn't feel that, you know, that, um, the environment was very inviting and, uh, you know, I was away from home. I started getting homesick and, uh, uh ask me what I did. <laughs> What'd you do? <laughs> What'd you do? 
I, I, I was browsing on Facebook and I see, and I see a friend of mine, it was the World Series of Poker at that time. Oh. And uh, he, he was in Vegas for the World Series. And I said, you know what? I asked him and he, I, I said, hey, do you, do you have uh, space in your room? You know, mm -hmm. he said, yeah, yeah. So I booked a ticket. And I went to Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> of course, what else would you do? <laughs> I have no That's money. Awesome. I'm depressed. Let's go to Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. I mean, yes. well, isn't that logical? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what all the Listen, smart, every... cool kids are doing. <laughs> <laughs> every decision, every decision you make in life, there's, you know, uh, there's probably, you know, something that can, uh, can happen from that. So while I was in Vegas, I met um, another Greek guy and he told me he has an uncle in Miami. And he has a construction company. <laughs> and I'm going to hook you up. I'm going to hook you up. You can go and interview. I said, shit, wonderful. You see? So, so serendipitous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I had a decent, decent run while in the World Series. I played a little bit of tournaments there. And uh, actually, the, the trip was free at the end of the day. Plus, I had the, that added connection. Yeah. So I came back and I said, okay, I'm going to go. I, I Call, called this guy and he said, yeah, come, come by and let, you know, let me talk to you. So I, my, my wife has a, a cousin here in Miami Beach and I stayed with him and he was a server at a big high-end restaurant and he was making good money, okay? He was making something like 2,500 a week, okay? Wow. Which, that, that was a lot. I said, shit, no, that, that's Yeah, good for money. a server, that's Anyways, impressive. Yeah, exactly. So I went to I, I went to that guy for at the construction company. He says, you know what? Um, I mean, I like you, but I don't I don't have any projects now to put you in. And you know, come uh, ask me when there's a hurricane. I said, are you are you kidding me? I'm gonna wait until a hurricane comes. So then you're you're gonna be busy and you're gonna need me. No. Yeah. Are you gonna watch the weather report for the next six months? <laughs> yeah. Just praying for people to get wiped. Yeah. Up. Just praying for like disaster. <laughs> yeah. Why not? What a good tsunami. Can we get a tsunami? Will that count? Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> so, so so I talked to her her cousin. He says uh, and I ask him, hey. Do you happen to, and while I was in Miami, I must say that I was super, super excited with Miami. I mean, from Daytona to come to Miami Beach, I walked Lincoln and, and I saw, you know, people dining <laughs> out, you know, nice bars, nice people. And I said, shit, I, I forgot that I was homesick. You know, wow. it, it really felt that it was like Greece, you know? Yeah. You know, that uh, the nice weather, you know, everything about it, the vibe. And uh, I asked her, her cousin, I say, hey, do, 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 are, are they doing any hiring? So I sat down with the manager there at the restaurant, told him his, my story. I mean, he was he, he was very excited about me because, you know, he said you left, a, uh, you know, a secure job as an officer to to come to United States. And now you uh, the only position I have is a busser. <laughs> mm -hmm. I said, you know, uh, you, you, you mean server? You mean server, right? No, you know, <laughs> no, no. He's like, it, no, it was a buster. I said, uh, you know what? I, I don't mind. I'm gonna start low and work my way up because I was, you know, looking at that two thousand twenty five hundred a month uh, a week, and uh, busters made about uh, half of that. Which okay. again, it was awesome making fifty two thousand dollars a year. That was uh, good. 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, and pretty much uh, started uh, bussing tables. Huh. And then from there, when did you start to get into, um, uh, uh, tell us the process about your first rental. Okay, so the, the, the first property that I bought uh, was the one that I lived in. So that initial time when I came and um, I had to, you know, set up things, uh, we basically took all our net worth that we had. Uh, that meant my poker bankroll. I sold, sold my Mercedes back in, in Greece, all our savings. My dad gave me a little bit. So that was our entire life savings because wow. I came 32 years old, right? I, yeah. I, I'm not, I wasn't 20, you know, I was, yeah. I, I used to work and uh, play poker too and uh, have some funds available. So we, we bought the first property it was a short sale. But it was very, very smooth process. Um, I didn't have to wait a lot. And obviously, I bought it cash, but it was really cheap. But it was a disaster, you know. What was your whole bankroll when you came to uh, the U.S.? Uh, about, uh, I mean, between my wife and I, about 150K. Okay. And you were able to buy nice. cash no mortgage your first property is that exactly, what you exactly. I oh, mean, nice. uh, fr from that money, that, that's how I, I was able to to buy the first property and, and make the necessary re repairs and uh, with staying a year and a half with uh, very little income. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And that was in Daytona, right, Pablos? That was in Daytona. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, from all those books of real estate investing that I had read and and all the financial, because I, I was listening to podcasts, I was trying to educate myself, you know, to, I had started, you know, um, uh, writing my net worth and I was looking at my net worth going down and down and down. That's when I, you know, it was uh, the period that I told you I was ready to, you know, leave everything and go back because yeah. I was seeing that, you know, we're, I'm doing something wrong. So that property, it was, uh, I had to buy cash, no loans, right? I, I wow. couldn't do anything. And, I have, and then after all that, I have a, a, a small capital remaining, something how, like how 20, much was 25K. Okay, so the, the house, house was a little I, over 100? The, 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 the first one, uh, it was about 70, and I think I put in 30,000 because uh, it needed everything. I mean, new wow. roof, uh, yeah. new oh, wow. kitchen, uh, com complete renovation, complete renovation. That's a rebuild, not a remodel. <laughs> yeah. That's a little Something more than a like fixer that. upper. Yes. That's like, a... yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I put a lot of sweat equity in. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I mean, I, I did sub out uh, all the things that I could not do myself, like uh, the roof, like the HVAC, like, uh, you know, certain plumbing things, electrical things. You're your own contractor. <laughs> yeah, you, you could say that. I mean, uh, th that was my uh, my background after all. So, yeah. but all the, you know, the, the simple stuff, I, I did it myself, you know, like the demo initially, the, the paint, uh, the kitchen I did by myself. Uh, uh, tile, I, I learned, but I did only backsplash. That was the easiest. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tile, Plus, you I had really got to plan ahead. You know, you yeah, got to mark everything out before you start, before you lay I that mean, first I had, one. I had a guy with a dollar square foot. That was a steal, you know? Wow. Yeah. Cheap Florida. Wow. Huh. 
Wish, I, and, we wish we could get that here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I, don't, I mean, I, I haven't been in California, but I'm guessing prices are very high there. Uh, they're kind of, for lack of a better word, they're retarded. Yeah, yeah, that's the word I like to use. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I, I would say like, uh, yeah, a good tile person is going to cost you at least like you know forty to sixty an hour minimum. Yeah, <laughs> like a good one probably more. So wow. yeah, it can get expensive. Yeah, most of your costs are all labor here in California for the most part. The yeah. materials are cheap, right? <laughs> yeah, the materials are probably what they are across the rest of the country for the most part. Yeah, but it's, yeah, labor is. It ain't cheap labor is not cheap here at all yeah so yeah. i think to to build here is like it's just something I mean, in your area steve i think it's like three or four hundred dollars a square foot or something it's just crazy oh is that all yeah that's it dude like oh, three okay. four hundred a square foot oh, right on. <laughs> yeah well right now uh, uh with just the cash i have in the house i could probably find two square feet that i could just stand on <laughs> can't move yeah <laughs> I'm thinking we need to go to Florida. Yeah, yeah. So everybody's coming coming to Florida. No, I know it's hugely growing. I mean, there's a lot of it. A lot of investment people going over. I mean, it's growing. You know, all all the cities are growing. I mean, yeah, there's a lot going on. So it's good to get your perspective. Don't don't vote don't vote blue if you come like uh, Californians do. They leave California. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then turning blue the 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 rest of the this, country, like yeah, Texas, for example. This is no, the, don't do that. Uh, Stay where you at. Yes. Yeah, this is the yeah. We're, we're all socialists out here, right? Yeah, stop fucking up our other states, California. Yeah, I know. Stop yeah, you're like stop fucking moving here. I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, it's like the COVID virus, but with blue. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, well, that's what it's, it's like in Austin, Texas, right? It's like it's like it's all Democrats now there. Exactly. Look at Arizona. Look at Arizona. Uh, yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, that one switched. Yeah. We just California. We just like to go find cheaper property, infiltrate your uh, election system. Yeah, and then overtake uh, the House, the Senate, and the presidency. Yeah. yeah. That's what they breed us for like, out here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, go east. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of. We'll kinda give you a free up, bus man. ticket. Just go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they used to do that to a lot of the, like here in my hometown in Santa Barbara. They used to give the homeless people bus tickets and send them to other cities, and then the other cities found out about it and like try to sue the city. <laughs> <laughs> they must have dropped they, them all off in Oxnard. Well, no, they would say they were actually sending them to Bakersfield. <laughs> yeah, they were. This was this was this is like thirty years ago. Oh, <laughs> were, yeah, and then they caught wind of it in like Bakersfield, and they got all pissed off. <laughs> Can't really say I blame them. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, hey, take your take our homeless people. Yeah, there you go. No, they're a gift. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I got to admit, I'm ashamed sometimes I'm from California these days. <laughs> Just so you know, Pablo, I'm, uh, yeah, I don't, we don't really feel that great about ourselves all the time. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you, that was your um, uh, primary residence. And what, um, what was your second property? So the second property, um, because I did not have a lot of um, capital, uh, but I did have my real estate license. Uh, that's, uh, I, I knew a guy and a deal came and somebody wanted to sell his house. And uh, because it was uh, his mother's that had recently passed away, 
he 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 didn't uh, he, he probably gave it uh, something like uh, at least 15 20,000 below market value so it was worth based on my um, calculations about uh, 150,000 and uh, he was willing to to take uh, sorry 140,000 he was willing to take 120,000 but with me not being able to get a loan what i did was um, uh, I talked to to that guy that had cash, and I was like, "Listen, I don't have obviously the cash. I, I cannot go for a mortgage. Uh, what do you think uh, if we bought it fifty fifty, and uh, I have this amount amount of money to to put in the deal? So you would basically lend me my fifty percent, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we worked <laughs> exactly, exactly. So it was like a uh, we bought it cash, but essentially I got a loan from him for my, my, uh, for my half and okay. whatever commission I made from the seller, because I did make a commission because I, I he had given me the listing. Um, uh, I basically threw it back in the deal. So that's because you were a real estate it. agent and you get your two and a half percent nut or whatever it is. Correct, correct, correct. Uh, yeah, because initially, you know, I listed it as I would list every property. And as a real estate agent, uh, if I'm, uh, if I like, if I, if, if I have an interest in the property of the seller, you know, uh, I disclose it. And I say, hey, are you interesting, you know, me purchasing it? So we worked out the details. He, he was okay with our offer. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how we got it. Uh, that was nice. essentially my first investment property that I, the plan was to buy it and rent it out. And uh, we didn't have to do much on that. Uh, the only thing I did is uh, uh, put tile and paint it and I uh, put a, a tenant inside. So it was good. It was a yeah. good, good deal. What do, we, what do we call that, Steve? Lipstick on the pig, right? Lipstick <laughs> on the pig. Yes, yes. That's yes, exactly yes. What, what we call it. Yes. <laughs> Put a little exactly. stockings and, and a dress on her and she's good to go. Yep, yep. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I want I to characterize it as a pig because a pig is, if a property is really, you know, oh, yeah, uh, no, no, ran no, down, no. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. there are those properties and which uh, usually in bad neighborhoods, but this one was inside the same neighborhood that I lived. I knew the neighborhood, a good neighborhood, and uh, uh, the quality of tenants would be yeah. good as well, you know? Okay, okay. And uh, that There's was lip- the... the yeah. We got yeah. some lipstick on the pony. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, pony. That, it's a pony. Yeah. White, a white pony. It's a, a white pony. pony. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful white pony. Beautiful, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> just needed a cute little hat and some lipstick yeah throw a little <laughs> unicorn on there would be perfect yeah <laughs> so that that I mean, was I'm... your that was your second one so now you're pretty much out of cash again and what do you do on the third one are uh, we saving up I'm... money at this yeah. point or, or how, how are we moving on to the next one um, I'm trying to remember uh, the 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 second the third one basically uh, it was a regular MLS deal. Um, and and uh, my partner described that. Yeah, the MLS deal is uh, properties that are listed with uh, real estate agents, and they're you know everybody can see them. 
You know? Okay, that's when you get on the MLS list that all the real estate agents exactly. can Exactly, when you open the Zillow as a you know, regular buyer, when you have an agent working for you and he's sending you listings, it's the regular market, you know, the retail market, okay. let's put it that way. You know, and not the wholesale market, you know, where the, the, real, the real deals are. Okay. Uh, but back then, you know, we're talking about 2014, uh, 2015 you still were able to find deals uh, mm. on, on retail you know okay so uh, my partner he liked my overall plan and he he was basically you know willing to to finance to finance the deals that we were doing he had some cash and i told him you know as soon as i'm able to to get a loan you know build some credit history we would cash out refinance. I would pay him off and, and we would continue to the next property. And so basically it was like a recycling the same capital from mm. property to property and leaving very, uh, you know, as, as, as few cash as possible. Okay. So property. you've refinanced the second one or your primary residence? Uh, when, whenever I was able to get a loan, that's when I refinanced my, my first property. Okay. Ah, okay. And then you use yeah. that money to buy the next one. Yes. Yes. And Pablo, did you yeah. put down like, um, you know, 20% or did you do any, what kind of loan did you do trying to get that third property? Uh, with my partner, you mean? Yeah, correct. Yeah. 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 Basically I was putting down the 20% of my half. Yeah. And uh, financing through him the, the 80% of, again, my half. Ah, okay. But at, at a certain point when I, when I was able to get loans, traditional loans, we started doing cash out refinances. Mm. So, for example, the whole capital that I had put the, on my first one, I was able to, to leave inside uh, from the original cash, only 15,000 and I cashed out, uh, everything else. So, so then I had a lot of cash that I could use for, you know, whatever I was doing. Okay. And, and that, yeah. that was like a home equity line of credit or how did you do that? No, no, I did, a you know, your regular cash out refinance. Um, but for an investment property, because at that point I, we had already moved in Miami um, I had a steady income to show, and uh, that's when uh, you know banks were willing to to do business with me. You know. Okay. 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 And and you, um, I, how many do you have now? You have eight. Now I have eight. Yes. Now you have eight. So you basically rinsed and repeated here. You put down twenty percent on any new property that you got and a lot of the capital that you used was from the primary residence that you refinanced. Correct. Yeah. At the point that I was able to cash out my refinance and refinance my first property at that point, I didn't, I didn't have the need for my partner to lend me the money. I had hmm. the cash. I had my, my 50% of the deal. And that's when we started going after auctions. Oh, oh cool. Interesting. Off, off yes. the, uh, whole, so you went, um, started on the wholesale. As opposed to correct, the re correct. retail. Yes, yes. I never tried to do the wholesale, you know, basically going after, you know, when you do drive-throughs and you try to find, uh, you know, potential uh, sellers. 
that are desperate to, to, to sell and you get them in a really good uh, discount. I never did that. Uh, I went directly to auctions because uh, I found it easier for me because don't forget, I still have, I, ha I have a day job, right? I yeah. have a day job. Um, I was working at that restaurant. I, I had, I did not have the unlimited time. Plus I was in Miami and all these properties were in Daytona. So we, we are four, oh. four hours away, four hours away. Uh, okay. 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 But huh. auctions was, was nice because, um, I, you open up the website, you go, you see the properties. Um, initially I was just looking at the auctions so I can see how the whole system works and who, uh, you could see, you could tell when a property is actually going to go to a third party and mm. when the property was going to go back to the bank. So I, I learned by myself that process. It wasn't very complicated. I thought it would be, but it wasn't. And after the first one, uh, that, that's how I bought, bought the second one like, like that. It was uh, three, actually. Three, actually, properties were from auctions. So the, so the two types of – so there's the MLS, which is kind of like the list that everyone knows that all the real estates have access to. And then there's wholesale. And is it like wholesale is auction is one subset of that? Uh, and yes, maybe foreclosures yeah. is another one or something that might not get put on the uh, MLS or you, you got to find the foreclosures are the ones that uh, already f have been foreclosed on and the county is putting them uh, for, for auction through the county's website. Ah, the, okay. Yeah. You're probably talking about the pre foreclosures. Okay. Whatever that means. <laughs> it's okay. a term they use. Yeah. Pre foreclosures, which means that you, you have already, you know, uh, have not paid your lender and uh, all these wholesalers, they're getting the notifications that you are in yeah. trouble and you, you start receiving letters, yeah. you know, you haven't paid your mortgage for more. three, three, four months. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah, yeah, we got a problem like child exactly. here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and all the jackals, the, the yeah. jackals are around you. <laughs> yeah. It's like National Geographic's out there. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. got nine vultures just circling overhead. Yeah. And <laughs> You're like, I don't know. We yeah. got to cross the Serengeti. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's too personal for me. So I never yeah. did, did go after those. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there are certain you know people uh, that do it and they're good at it. Uh, but um, I, I prefer the auction. I prefer the the how do you call it when you're not face to face you know and not knowing anything oh a silent see. auction yes yeah, it, it is kind of silent it's in a computer uh, oh. the, my my job was only to go through the auction list and find potential deals um i i had the you know i was paying a guy just to drive by and give me as much info as possible because obviously you you don't have any info yeah. Uh, whatever you see from the outside. And I told him, listen, I, I, if you're able to peek from the windows, do it. Yeah. Don't get shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Give me as much intel as you can. I want to know if I'm walking into just a complete <laughs> rebuild exactly. or is this a yes. good deal? Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I know what you're dealing with as much as possible. Yeah. Exactly. Because, uh, you know, you, when you buy from an auction, you never know what you're going to buy. Uh, and... Mm. Uh, if you have not done very good calculations and have a little bit of uh, wiggle room, you know, uh, things can go south very easily. Yeah. You can I mean, really lose your ass. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was, 
I, I was kind of lucky, lucky. I had a, I had a title company on my side that they were doing all the, the lean searches. So I oh, knew cool. before I bid, if there are any other lean that, you know, were mm. not shown, you know, uh, oh, that's, that's so, very yeah, good. Yeah. I, I had the, made a nice system there to, to, to do it because again, this, this is just like a side hustle for me, you know, real estate. I mean, I like it, but it, it was a side hustle, not my main profession. Like, uh, you know, those, those big flippers that are there and, you know, they're really very, very competitive and all that. What, um, so it sounds like you just kind of rinsed and repeated this process uh, until now. Did you put 20% down on every rental property as you move, moved on? Uh, when you do a cash out refinance, when it's, a, when it's a, a, an investment property, the bank mm -hmm. lets you, you know, depending on the bank always, but they let you cash out about 75% of the value. Okay. So, for example, uh, you know, if uh, the appraiser said, uh, you know, 100000 I could uh, pull out, uh, you know, 75000 okay. and leave 25000 worth of equity, yeah. of equity. The goal was never uh, to buy it 70, put 30, and then cash out it for 100. The, the goal was put 70, put 30, and now it's worth 130. You mm. see? To create, to create value. That was uh, all the deals and all the analysis that I did in every property. The goal was whatever I'm going to do here, I want when I'm done to have added value. And that's how, you know, you, you basically uh, make money from real estate. So you're saying that, uh, let's say you got the, pro you, so you pulled out, uh, uh, you lost me with the 70-30. You're saying um, this has nothing okay, so to do with the 75-25? Okay, so let, let's say let's say you, you buy a house seventy thousand, and uh, ah, okay, yeah, and you put in labor and materials and all that, and your holding cost, whatever cost you might have, you you might have went to to a hard money lender, right? Let, let's say you don't have any money, uh, but you find Steve, and Steve says, yeah, okay, I'm gonna give you a hundred thousand, and I want the, this interest. Okay, that interest would be inside the cost. So you add all that up and let's say it would cost me a hundred thousand, right? So total. 70 plus 30 total a hundred thousand. When I'm, I'm done, I want the value, the added value. That's, that's where I actually made my money. If I, mm. if I had to found a very good deal and when I'm done, it's uh, you know, worth 150, you created $50,000 out of, you know, your efforts. Okay. You're saying that the house would appraise for 130000 after you've, you've fixed it up and you're ready to Exa rent it. Yes, yes. Okay. So when you go back to the bank, because we used cash to do all that, when you go back to the, to the bank and you cash out 75%, that's ah. more than, you know, or close to the 100000 that you put, originally put. You see? Okay. And then you roll that money into the next one? Exactly. Yes. Interesting. On to the next one and on to the next one and on to the next one. And so you end up keeping mortgages on these places. So you're, you're initially buying the thing outright and then you're fixing it up and then you're refinancing it and pulling 75% uh, out and putting it into the next one. 
And since they're kind of each increasing in value just a little bit, uh, you're able to buy bigger and bigger places. Is this, is this what we're doing? Uh, same places, more or less in value. Okay. But um, you're able to purchase more. You know? You're able to purchase more. And each one, um, you still have a mortgage on it, but the rent is more than the mortgage. So you get a positive cash flow. When I told you that every deal that I was looking into, there were certain criteria. So one, uh, the first criteria is, okay, how much am I gonna, I'm going to buy it? And how much uh, I need to put in uh, as uh, repairs, right? So you have those two metrics. Then you need to see how much is going uh, to be worth after you're done. So you have that number. And then... Uh, in order to to make sense as a buy and hold investment, yeah. then I had to calculate how much rental income I'm going to have and how many expenses I'm going to have. And in the expenses, you have the mortgage, you have the, your uh, you know your uh, vacancy, your taxes, insurance, maintenance, uh, capital expenditures. You put all those numbers together, and then you see if the deal makes sense. Yeah. So you so, got to find places that are really good deals. Uh, back then you could find it now okay. you can't yeah. i mean i haven't bought a property for for two three years because oh, wow. i mean numbers don't work mm-hmm. i mean and i'm not gonna force the numbers if the numbers don't work it is what it is it's okay yeah i can wait yeah in the meantime you're getting positive cash flow and you're paying down these mortgages or actually your renters are paying down these mortgages for you exactly exactly i have uh, the, the deals always um, are calculated to be positive cash flow and, uh, you know, I, and I try to be as, uh, what's the word? Um, Selective? Uh, cautious, cautious, cautious. Okay. With the numbers as possible. Because, for example, uh, when, when the cor- coronavirus uh, hit, uh, my partner calls me um, because I'm the one that's managing, right? He, he had the money. Uh, like every deal, somebody has to offer something from yeah. their end. So I had the, you could say expertise, real estate expertise and the willingness to do all the, all the work and the other party had the money. I mean, that's how you, you find partners. Yeah. Uh, each Symbiotic. one compliments, <laughs> exactly. Compliments uh, the other. So he had the money. So I, he, he, he is paying me basically like a small fee so I can run the properties, you know? Oh, so, so you're managing all of these yourself. Yes, yes, yes. Because uh, and, and you're uh, doing these are all in Daytona, and you're doing this from Miami. And I'm doing it from Miami. I mean, at this point, I have a, a good system in place, as you can imagine. I have a property manager software. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have. I mean, my lawn guy is my eyes at the at the at the properties. Houses. He yeah, goes yeah. there. Yeah, he goes there every once in a while. And if you see something, he texts me. He's telling me, hey. She, I think she got a dog, for example. You know? <laughs> yeah. She's parking her car on the front yeah. lawn. I think she has a new boyfriend. <laughs> okay, don't, I have video. don't laugh. Yeah. Don't laugh. She bought a new dress last night. Too. <laughs> You're like, yo, I wanted information, but not that much. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like the Airbnb made. You know what I mean? let you know what's going on i got it I yeah like yeah yeah exactly. exactly i heard your your show yeah uh, pretty much uh 
more or less the, the, same, the same thing. You know, you have your, your main guy that can report things like that. Then, you know, I have some contractors that I've worked in the past and, you know, they can take care of uh, whatever unexpected uh, problems uh, come across. Uh, the, only, the only difficult thing that I have is tenant turnover. And the fact that are there are single family houses, I don't have uh, that often, you know, compared to, to an apartment building, for example, that where you, you can have a turnover every, every month, you know, yeah. on a different apartment. With single family houses, um, and, and that's why I decided to go that route of the single family houses, they're more hands-off type of investments mm-hmm. and tenants, you, um, they, they're going to stay there for longer period. Yeah. So I might have to do a tenant turnover uh, every two, three years in each property, you mm-hmm. know, in some instances, even more, you know? And um, I mean, whenever I have a tenant turnover, that's where I, I'm a little bit um, more concerned and I have to, you know, uh, find a way to do it, but uh, you know, it works out. Do you usually have to go out there uh, and, and you probably got to go out there and look at it yourself a bit, but these turnovers are only happening out of eight properties, probably once every three to five months or something. So it's not, not that big even, a deal. Not even that. Not even, not even that. Not even that. I, I mean, last year I didn't, I did not have a turnover and the year before, for example, oh, wow. for two years. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it, it can take a long time. Uh, but, but again, you know, uh, my my lawn guy, he can take care of a lot of things, you know, for just the lawn guy. (laughs) Maybe he's like, uh, uh, like your margarito, Daniel. Oh yeah. I got a margarito. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's kind of a handyman too, right? Uh, Yeah. Handyman. He he can do the small stuff he can do and, you know, and he can take care of, for example, showing the unit. Okay. Or telling me, do I need to, to hire somebody to clean up the house? You know, things to that extent, you know, or, you know, or uh, those things that do not require me to be there. Maybe I'm going to give him something extra and he's going to take care of those things for me. I can save the trip and time. Yeah. He's exactly your, uh, uh, he's the (laughs) long-term version of, uh, of the short-term rental, uh, house cleaner. Yeah, absolutely. I like it. The long guy. That's a new one. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you have to look cool. beyond people's uh, actual uh, jobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Job title landscaper. You, yeah, duties, you have, on the other hand, duties are much more than cutting the grass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody is potential. Everybody. Yeah, in, in addition, I also have my uncle and my uncle in the area, he used to be a, a maintenance um, manager for an apartment building. Oh, perfect. So he's oh, a perfect. really, really great resource yeah. of, of items, right? Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Huh, that's, so, a good, that's a good little system, man. I got to tell you, that's a good little system right there. That's yeah, no kidding. All. Covering the bases, we call it. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, uh, Pavlos, any advice for, um, you know, just, um, you know, great information, uh, but, you know, just you know, people like Florida area looking to buy, I mean, not necessarily even maybe this year, I know you're kind of waiting, um, but, you know, just, just any advice you could give people looking to buy, you know, an investment property, um, 
just any, anything at all, any tips? Yeah, some golden anything? nuggets, like, you know, th- mistakes you made that like, oh, wow, well, I, I wouldn't do that again. <laughs> yeah, 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 stuff like that. Um, I mean, obviously everything worked out for me because I went in, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say, oh, I'm a real estate genius. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. it's like buying a stock when it's very low and now it's uh, super high and uh, you're instantly a stock uh, genius. No, yeah. no, I, 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 I don't want to say that, you know, because I did buy in a good time. And, uh, but um, I would say trust the numbers, you know, Always do your calculations. Now, you're going to ask me, how am I going to calculate the numbers? Eh, okay, you're going to have to study real estate, man. <laughs> yeah. No, you actually got to take you're gonna the have time. To, <laughs> yeah, take the time, open books, listen to podcasts. There are so many, so many resources out there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that you can, you can easily, you know, sit and, and read and, and really, you know, create your own worksheet, you know, of the, the things and uh, have some criteria. You know, everybody has their own criteria, but, uh, for example, I, I never looked at a deal, you know, I started with the rules of thumb and for example, rule of thumb is if the property is worth, uh, you know, 150,000, are you able to get 1500 rent? And this, this criteria is based on, on my area, right? Florida. 1% uh, of what it, what it costs. Yeah. The, the one, saying? yeah. The, the, the 1% rule that they, okay. they call it. That's a, that's a very, a rule of thumb. Uh, that's for me to even consider analyzing the deal. And then I went uh, more to the numbers, you know, and when I say numbers, I had to calculate, okay, the, uh, I had to do, uh, when you do research, you, you have to learn and, and that's uh, some, something like an art, you know, and to, uh, to appraise a property correctly, you know, what's the value of this property, but all those, uh, uh, things because I was a real estate agent and I did so many comparative market analysis, I was able to, to get a very good feel. Same thing with uh, the rent. Am I going to get this number or am I too optimistic? I always try to be, you know, very conservative with my numbers. Uh, and then I calculated uh, all the expenses, whether that's a vacancy, whether that's a maintenance or capital expenditure, expenditure. Uh, and, the, the, the difference between maintenance and capital expenditure is that, okay, you have a roof. How many, how many years of life does that roof have? Maybe it has five years uh, worth uh, left. You need to calculate that, you know, if you put all these expenses, you have to put it on the side because one day you will need your AC replaced. You will need your water here re- replaced. You will need a roof. You, you will need something, you know, that's, uh, that's going to require a big capital. All that is calculated when I do and work on my numbers. And I had a, a very uh, uh, okay number of uh, 10% return on my investment. And that was my basis. When I put all that in my, into my calculation and I said, okay, when I'm done and I have a tenant in and I have cashed out the, the money and this is the cash that I'm going to leave. This is the, the money that I want to make, for example. You see? So if the, if the mortgage was um, uh, $1,000 a month, I'm sorry, if all your expenditures and everything were $1,000 a month, you want to be pulling in and making $100. So you want to be getting 1100 Is that correct? You're, you're getting 10%. Uh, more or less, yes. Okay. No, actually, no, actually, no, no, no. no. But, uh, 
uh, your what you describe right now was your cash flow. Uh, okay. It, it depends how much cash you left in the property. If I had left, for example, uh, $12,000 and I'm, uh, and I'm making a hundred dollars a month, that's when I would have a cash on cash return on my investment. 10%. A hundred times 12, 1200 per year and i had the left per year yes per year ah, and i and i left okay. uh, you see okay yeah so you're saying regardless of what the rent and and the um uh and your your um <clears throat> what the rent is and what uh or i'm sorry what all your expenses are and what you're bringing in the cash flow you need that to ratio so if you left 25k in the property that's what you had to put put down. That's what's invested in it. That's what you're saying. That, then you need yeah, to be clearing twenty five hundred a year. Exactly. Exactly. Huh. Okay. I and, haven't thought of it like you, that before. Yes. Yes. And then uh, when I when I cal- uh, do another calculation, is my uh, my total cash on cash return because you uh, you can add your debt pay down because every every month your mortgage goes down, right? Uh, Not your mortgage, the principal mortgage amount goes down. Yeah. 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 So that amount, uh, it might, you might not see it, but as far as return in the, your investment, that's a considerable amount, you know, it it, basically your net worth is kind of going up by that amount every year or every, uh, every month. Yeah, Yeah. 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 You add that number to calculate your total return on investment. That, that's another metric that you need to, to see as well, you know? Okay. It's the, it's the hidden, it's the hidden uh, yeah. uh, uh, return. And then the cherry on top is obviously appreciation, but I never, never looked at appreciation. And uh, I just see it as a, the cherry on the top at the, at the very, very end. And when I say end, 10, 15 years from now, yeah, because for example, the, the first property that we were, we started the, this uh, conversation, the one that I put the total a hundred thousand, mm-hmm. right now it's worth maybe a hundred ninety thousand. Okay, yeah. almost double. So, exa- exactly. So the other property, the one, uh, the second property that I bought it, for example, with the paint and the tile, one hundred forty-five thousand. Now maybe it's worth two ten. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and this is, we're talking seven, eight years after. Yeah. So, but again, if I calculate it as a return on investment, uh, we're talking about uh, f- how much? 500%? Oh, wow. <laughs> you see that the number, the, yeah. the, the number goes crazy. Yeah, it because, just keeps growing. Yeah, because the, uh, the total cash in that first property is $15,000 after I cashed out. Right. Yeah. So, so if you calculate a return on investment, my investment is fifteen thousand dollars, and I manage that fifteen thousand dollars. Besides all the positive cash flow from all these years, besides the debt paid down, I had an appreciation of ninety thousand dollars. Yeah. That's why I love real estate. Yeah. Huh. That's pretty cool. Um. You know, I was talking with my uh, brother, um, I don't know, a week or two ago, and uh, we were talking about real estate. He's looking to get another uh, property, I, ironically, in Florida. He's going to uh, Jacksonville, though, because he's got to move there for work. 
Um, so he just bought one. Uh, he's going to rent it out. He's going to get a, a little nut coming in from that every time because he put in, I think he put down like 50% or something. So he'll be able to rent it out at a, at a pretty good profit. Um, and he's going to go buy another one. And one thing we were talking about was, you know, there's, um, you'll have uh, in a tract, you know, in a tract of, uh, uh, of homes, you'll kind of have the, uh, the, the low range homes and then the mid range homes and then the high range homes as far as prices and square footage and, and like that, you know? Um, so I, maybe just to make it simple, we'll say that, you know, some of the homes in this area uh, would sell for uh, 200,000 and then other ones that have a little bit more square footage and maybe a little bit nicer amenities would sell for 250. And then the top end ones with the biggest square footage and, and the nicest amenities and doorknobs and stuff would sell for 300. And he was saying that he likes to look at the ones that are in the lower um, category, the 200K, because there's going to be, there, there's more room to move up in that neighborhood. You, you might be able to turn a 200K place into a 240 place uh, or maybe a 250 place by sprucing it up, getting nicer uh, uh, doorknobs and, and, and uh, uh, you know, cabinets and, and whatever, fill in the blank. Uh, flooring and then you would be able to so you can get for an extra 40k or 50k out of the 200k place but when you go up to 300 you're kind of at the top and you know putting those same type of um, upgrades and stuff into the place may only get you to 310 or 315 you know if what people can afford investment? what's that what, th what type of investment now are you talking about are you talking about somebody getting a property and aiming in appreciation. Yeah, that's a very good point. I didn't think about that. I guess just kind of all around. I mean, it would that would apply to both a rental um, and a primary, wouldn't it? It, it? it all depends. What's your goal? My, for example, my goal was strictly strictly as a rental. That's why I said the appreciation for me was just the cherry on top. Okay. So, uh, 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 because when we, when we uh, start discussing about appreciation, that's more speculative investing rather than, you know, positive cash flow. And one thing that I, uh, when you're starting, when you're starting and your capital is very low, you need to aim to growth and growth is going to come through cash flow and, and have that stability, you know. We're not in a, in a point that we're going to look at the, let's, let's see how, how the city is going to start evolving. Uh, let's go buy in that <laughs> neighborhood. The, you know, we, we, don't, we don't have millions uh, on the side that we can, we can afford to let it there and sit for 10, 15 years until, until growth hits it. You know what I mean? That's yeah. for living on hope. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. 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 No, no, yeah. I think you're right, Pablo, Pablo. I think you're absolutely right. You know, it's like, you know, you got to make sure regardless – does this deal work? Can I get cash flow? Do the numbers work? You know, bare bones. And I think, I think that's a really good point you make is not looking at, you know, the appreciation and looking at just more of as a cherry on top, because again, um, you know, that can go up or down. I mean, we, we just don't know what tomorrow is, what's going to happen tomorrow. Right. So. I mean, statistically, we know that the, uh, how much real estate is going to appreciate, you know, right. in the yeah. long run, in the long run and, right. and real estate, uh, this form of investing is long-term because my goal is to reach a point that I'm going to be able to replace all the income that I'm making by working from my passive income. 
Yeah. Have and you played the? Oh, uh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got excited. No, no. Tell me. Played what? Uh, the Monopoly. Cash, <laughs> the cash flow game. I've heard about it. I mean, Robert Kiyosaki was uh, one of the guys that uh, influenced uh, me, and I was hearing his audio books uh, uh, when driving. Uh, I, I, I'm exactly that guy that okay. listens to all the audios and, you know, and that's why I was listening to your podcast that you're with your motivation and this and that. Yeah. I'm, I'm exactly that guy, you know? Okay. Yeah. What you're describing is exactly what he teaches and what, uh, if, if you, it's a great game, especially anyone listening with children, you know, over the age of like seven or eight, get the cash flow game. It's like 50 bucks and it teaches this principle like to a T through a game so it makes it fun to learn you know cool. it's uh, yeah okay sorry i totally interrupted i got excited no, no, we, <laughs> yeah when i was when i was growing up we had monopoly i mean basically oh, yeah. that's what it is monopoly game you you buy one house you buy a second house yeah. you buy a third a fourth and you build a hotel yes <laughs> yes <laughs> yes i remember those purple ones weren't that great though what was that like uh you know the purple houses on towards the end <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't remember towards the, the end houses. was no no the, the towards the end were the expensive one in the beginning Is that what it was the, oh maybe yes. the purple i remember yeah. there was some purple ones i used to never like uh, that's how i remember <laughs> it was somewhere around there <laughs> yeah at the end was the blue and the beginning was oh I, I okay think, yeah you know what I you're right you're right yeah I, yeah so <laughs> huh. yeah well, this is pretty cool. What, um, stay away from Joe. Stay away from Joe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> unless you got the card. You, unless you got the card to get out. <laughs> get out of jail free card. Yeah. <laughs> when, um, when you're doing these uh, loans, um, you listen to the, the one that where we had uh, Rob on where he's doing uh, the short-term rentals and, and he's like, yeah, they're all primary residence loans, you know, and he was able to, uh, we'll call them use some techniques to be able to secure uh, primary residence loans that what turned out to be uh, rentals. You know, are you doing that or are you um, making no, the numbers no, work no. with uh, doing this as a rental property? Uh, I know all the tricks, but again, um, you have to define, you, you have to define what type of uh, investing you want to do. Because uh, what I, what I just described you, what I did, was strictly, you know, it was one form that had a little bit of uh, a little bit of, of creative financing, you know, finding a guy with capital mm -hmm. and, and help me out in the beginning there. Uh, if you don't have that, uh, then you have to go to to other forms uh, of uh, of financing. And one of those forms is, for example, I'm going to go and, and instead of uh, uh, buying my first house, uh, you know, in, in the $200,000 range. If I look in the future and I want to see where I'm at, then I'm going to go and buy the duplex of the 150000 live in the one side, rent the other mm -hmm. until I, I accumulate capital to then leave from that duplex, rent the other half and go to, to another property. Uh, when you live in, then yeah, you can get the FHA loan you know, in the beginning and need very few capital. And you can use FHA on your next property, you know, on your next uh, uh, duplex until you reach a point that you say, you know what, I, I, I've been doing this uh, for five, six years. Now I'm ready to go and buy my main, uh, you know, uh, my nice house and, and start reap, ripping, uh, what's the word? Ripping reaping the, the rewards. Reaping the rewards. Exactly. Yes, yeah. yes. 
So me, I, I, all the loans, all the cash outs, refinance were investment uh, loans. Hmm. So the higher interest, you know, uh, uh, my interest rates rate from uh, 4.25 to 5.25 and all, all, all in between, all in between. Okay. And you can also write off your uh, depreciation every year because those are all listed as investment yes. loans as well, right, yes, Pablo? Yes, so, yeah. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. so that's, another, that's another big benefit, I mean, of uh, not doing it as a primary as well. So having those as investment properties, um, you can write off that depreciation, which is a pretty good amount every year. Um, while we were in the growth period mm-hmm. and we had a lot, uh, uh, when we were uh, every three, four, five months, we were buying a new property. Uh, during those years, I, I was always able to report a loss in my taxes. And oh, now nice. that everything now that everything is stabilized, and uh, I don't need to spend money towards repairs, and we have not bought another property, now we are starting. You know, we have to show the the profit. Uh, but depreciation is standard in every every yeah. rental when you have yes right right. Hmm. And what uh, like what are your plans? Um, like you mentioned now, you haven't been able to buy a property for two or three years. Are you, uh, you're waiting for it to get cheaper, right? You're not done at eight. You're probably going to get more or, or, or are you tapped out here? How do you feel? I, I don't know. I don't know. This is something that I, I do want to expand. Mm-hmm. I do want, but uh, the, the numbers just, I have not found a deal that work. And uh, in order for me, uh, for, for example, uh, when the, this Corona thing started, uh, I, I said, you know what? I need to do something. Uh, let's look at the auctions, right? Uh, you know, a process that I already know. L- let's see how, how, the, uh, how does it look at, uh, there? And um, I was talking, talking to my title agent and she said, uh, uh, because the state uh, freezed all foreclosures, uh, a bunch of investors have accumulated so much cash, they don't know what to do with it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. It's a terrible problem. Yeah. <laughs> That's a first world problem right first there. First world problem all the year. I just have go. too much money. Oh, my God. <laughs> God, geez, what do I buy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so uh, the, you cannot find any deals out there. I mean um, – uh, and I don't. In order to find deal, uh, to find a deal, you, uh, you have to search for it very, very hard. It's not gonna uh, just come to your lap and say, "Oh, look, I'm a good deal." Yeah. Let no, me give you a pre-lap. It's not hands. gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, exactly. Yeah. How often have you seen that? Have you Have you ever seen that? You know. A yeah, free yeah. lap dance right where you're sitting there? Oh. No, 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 someone's always got to pay for it. It's usually yeah. your best friend when he's really drunk, but uh, it's got to get paid for. It. Steve, that would be you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh. That's awesome. Well, what, um, where do you see so, yourself in... Um, uh, five, 10, 20 years with, uh, with the real estate here. Are, are you, um, um, like, I did discuss uh, with my partner mm-hmm. and, uh, we, I told him, listen, I, I want to, to keep these properties. I mean, um, I, I like cash flow. I, yep. I like the extra income on the side. And since we have a good system in place that does not involve our time that much, 
you know, why not, you know, keep them and enjoy uh, extra income when we actually retire? Because when you decide to retire, uh, then you, what you can do, for example, right? Let's say you have 10 properties and, uh, and almost everything uh, has a mortgage. Mm -hmm. You could put down again the numbers and you can say, okay, I can sell that property and pay off all the mortgages on the, the rest of them, you know, yeah. or sell two properties and, and then have no mortgage and just yeah. have income. Free and clear. Yeah. yeah. Then that, that's when you're going to reduce your return on investment, but you're going to increase the cash flow. It all depends what you're, you're aiming. That's why, that's why when you, when you uh, talk to me about your, your brother at Jacksonville, you, yeah. you have to tell me what type of investment, what, what is his goal, you know? I would, now that you've asked me about that, I would say that uh, his goal is uh, to buy one as a primary residence, which he's eventually probably going to rent out. Uh, if he's looking eventually to rent it out, then uh, buy the, the lowest, uh, obviously the lowest um, uh, uh, tier house. Okay. But probably at those numbers, uh, I don't think the numbers are going to work. Okay. Usually yeah. th those usually those type of properties you don't want to keep them as rentals, you know. They're um, too nice or something or Yeah, rentals there's a sweet spot of value of properties that makes sense and um it's not the, from the 200s and above. Closer and, to 1 to 170 something like that. Um uh, anything between uh, F from 150 and below, I would say. Hmm. Okay. We just, can't, we just can't get into those in Daytona right now, can we? <laughs> so. Uh, well, it, yeah. If it, you, you just cannot find those type of deals anymore. Yeah. And uh, that's why I'm looking at, the, for example, multi, um, multifamily. Multifamily, mm -hmm. uh, you might be able to find. But again, as somebody that's just starting in real estate, it's going to be very hard for him to, to start a multifamily deal. Maybe a fourplex, you know, a duplex, yeah, something so like any, that. Pablo, any like suggestion for, uh, for people out there just, you know, kind of looking um, or maybe in the near future, would you uh, just in your personal opinion, you know, suggest maybe, uh, you know, kind of holding out and waiting for the... Um, you know, the cycle to kind of roll through, which would they generally say it's about seven to 10 years, but, um, but maybe, you know, looking more 2022 or maybe later in the year or just, just any insight on, um, you know, just kind of where things are at market and do you think things are going to turn at some point? Uh, I don't know. Nobody knows. It's, yeah. it's, it, it, it's like uh, your 401k plan, right? They don't tell you, okay, don't don't put money because we're, uh, you know, the stock market is very high. They they always say, you know, just buy and it's going to cost average, you know, cost average. Real estate, you cannot actually do that because a mistake can be very detrimental. True, right? It it can be uh, because if you buy something, buy bad and deal, you right? buy yeah. it, <laughs> yeah, and you buy, let's say, 200000 okay? So that means you're going to put down, let's say, you bought it as a primary resident and you put only 5% down. And, you, you okay, I, I, I 
put down only 10,000. Okay, so that means if the value from 200, it goes down to 190, there goes your, there goes your investment. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, just a, a little tick like that in, in real estate values. So I, I don't know what I would advise somebody. Um, I think if I was, let's say I, I had nothing, I just was starting and I love real estate and I wanted to do this, uh, I would uh, I would look to buy a duplex for sure. You know, live live in one side or four, fourplex. Live in one of the units and rent the, the rest, the, the three of them. Because with FHA, you can get up to a fourplex. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, and I bet if you spruced it up a little bit and, and uh, you might be able to... Um... The other three tenants could just pay. You could essentially live for almost free. You can you can find you can find the deal, but again, you have to put the work. You yeah. have to go out there and find that deal. You know. Yeah, yeah. Huh. But that that would be the 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 best. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't know if any twenty twenty two year olds uh, are listening to this show. Oh, we have quite a few. Yes. Important. Oh, okay, okay. But probably not okay. enough that can uh, get a get a fourplex. <laughs> well, with three and a half percent. I don't know, Steve. <laughs> not too much. The FHA three and a half percent. I did one of those. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That that would definitely be my advice. You know, go after, find a deal like that. You know, uh, you're going to be the on-site manager, essentially, right? You're going to be yeah. living there. You're going to have the, the tenants next to you. You're probably going to have to knock on the door to collect the rent and, you know, all that good stuff. But it's a good learning experience. You learn. I mean, I've reached a point now, you know, uh, working with so many tenants that you can tell more or less uh, as soon as you get the application. Actually, there are a lot of things from the moment they, they call you and they contact you for, for the, uh, to express their, their interest to the property, from the whole process, you can tell if he's going to be a good tenant or not, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All You've been doing it enough now, you get to get a feel for it. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, th right th on. that's another subject, you know, that's, uh, that, that's more property management, you know? Yeah. But, uh, to, I mean, I believe today we discussed about uh, the sales, right? Buying the property, construction. Uh, we talked the uh, rehab. We talked about the uh, property management. You know, handling the tenants. It's a, it's a, you know, math with putting together all the numbers. It, it's not easy. You have to put the work. This was really good. Uh, thank you, Pablo. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, yeah, if uh, if you guys are interested in uh, poker, which a lot of uh, our listeners are, um, you guys can go to twitch.tv forward slash Kaspov, and that's spelled K-A-S-S-P-A-V. Uh, you can watch... Uh, Pavlo uh, play live uh, on America's Card Room. Uh, I was watching him the other night. Uh, I, I clicked in as the uh, your two thousand and and first follower. <laughs> Do you yeah, get anything yeah. for that? Steve? I, some other guy beat me by like four minutes. I'm all shit. I could have been two thousand. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, you get like a free T-shirt. Uh, 
of followers. Uh, yeah, cool. I, do, I do a lot of stuff. And uh, obviously, real estate is one thing. Poker is another. And uh, whatever I make from poker, I basically put it back in real estate type of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, everything works uh, nice all together. Right as long as you're winning in poker, right? You don't want you don't want the money that you earn from real estate to put it in poker. <laughs> no, that's what we call going in the wrong direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the that's the carriage before the horse. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. And exactly. Uh, you guys can follow him on uh, Instagram. It's Caspov, uh, spelled the same, Caspov uh, Poker. Uh, the links will be in the show notes. Yeah. Um, well, you wouldn't imagine that a, a gambler, you know, like a poker player, would do all that stuff, right? You were surprised. <laughs> tell me, tell me the truth. Oh, you mean the real estate and everything? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say a professional poker player. This is pretty common. Uh, yeah. I would say uh, uh, casual player, probably not so much. Yeah. It's it's I, the I, same I, thing though. It's just gambling and numbers and math. You know what I mean? Like I've taken a real interest in stocks over the last couple of years and. It's the same thing. You know what I mean? Like you realize, okay, yeah. I have pocket aces. I win here 80% of the time. So I'm going to try to bet as much as I can in this exact situation. It's the same thing with stocks. You see a setup, you're like, okay, this is a good price. I think I went out here 65%, 35% of the time it goes down. That's a bet. You know, if you think yep. you're going to lose there uh, 65% of the time, then you hang on to your money and you don't bet. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Poker right was on. a good school. You know, What's that? it was a good school. Poker, poker in general, you know, the, from so. from studying and, and learning, uh, you know, odds and uh, strategies and all that uh, to bankroll management. You know, everything, uh, whatever you learn in life and you use it, uh, you know, the right way uh, you can uh, you can succeed. Yeah. And parlay it into the next right. one. Right on. Well, thank you, Pavlo, for coming on. Yeah, this was Pablo, a lot of thank fun. Thank you, man. Thank yeah, you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And thank you for tuning in. Here is your weekly motivational speech. All of us have things that we're believing for, something that we want to accomplish. Deep down, we know it's a part of our destiny. We can feel it so strongly. But then we hit some setbacks. We didn't get the promotion. Life has a way of pushing our dreams down. They can become buried under discouragement, buried under past mistakes. There are dreams buried under divorce, buried under low self-esteem. It's easy to settle for mediocrity even though we have all this potential buried on the inside. Why did you give up on your dream? Why did you say? Why? Why did you let that dream go? The dream that meant so much to you. Why did you let it go? Your dream may be buried. The good news is it's still alive. It's not too late to see it come to pass. And we've all been through disappointments and setbacks. And life happens. But instead of remembering the hurt, the pain, what didn't work out, the key to reaching your destiny is you have to remember your dream. Many people get hit by life, but they never hit back. Are you going to stay down or are you going to decide to get back up? Like a man possessed, you got to go get it. But to win fights, you got to have stamina. You got to be ready to fight and bounce back. 
punch and counter punch, jab and jab back. Let me tell you something, life is a series of fights. I need you to hold on. I need you to hold on strong and don't give up. I need you to believe in every possibility that you have and understand that it is not over for you. Championships aren't won in the theater of the arena. They're won in the thousands of hours in the training room, in the labs, in the 5 a.m. runs, in the training, and everyone else is sleeping. That's when it's won. The heart of a champion is a light switch that's always on. It doesn't go on and off when someone's watching. It's constant. It's how you look at something. If your name's attached to it, then you do it right. The best of your ability every single time. That is you. That is you. But no one can do it for you but you. And even though you face disappointments, even though you will experience some setbacks, it goes with the territory. You must understand that. What if all of us took that attitude after we face a rejection and a no, or we have a meeting and no one shows up, or somebody say, you can count on me, and they don't come through? What if we have that kind of attitude, the cause repossessed, nobody believes in you, you've lost again and again and again, the lights are cut off, but you're still looking at your dream, reviewing it every day and say to yourself, in spite of what you went through, in spite of how you suffered, you're still looking at your dream, say to yourself, it is not over until I...